Now, along with all the other responsibilities that parents have, there is the need to teach children about money, of course. But the question is uh, whether to give pocket money, and if so, at what age? And of course, uh, the more pressing question, I guess, is how much? And these issues are obviously always uh, concerning to parents. Now, a lot will, of course, depend uh, on family values and finances. But to get some expert advice, uh, we're joined, as we are every Tuesday evening, by Certified Financial Planner at Core Wealth, Kirsty Scully. Kirsty, great to have you with us. From your experience, uh, how do parents handle the rather thorny issue of pocket money? Can you give us some of your tips? Mm. Well, you know, it's definitely one of those sensitive issues. Um, and it's something that I think there are many arguments over and there are many debates uh, left, right and centre sort of thing as to which way you should be going. Um, but I think, you know, having these debates is very important. But when you do have them, one has to realise that each child is different and each child learns differently. So we need to, che- to, to actually treat them differently. But what I did was um, towards the end of last year, in fact, I, I, I was bold enough to put something out on Facebook and I asked the question, um, what, do you, what, what are parents giving this pocket money? Why do you give pocket money? What do children have to do in order to get their pocket money? And I had so many answers that came through. I guess. And being on Facebook, I'm sure it uh, got, could have got quite heated. Yeah, it certainly was heated, but, but there definitely were some sort of common threads that came through, which I saw, I saw happen on a regular basis. Um, I think one of the things was that there were, in fact, a number of people which said that you should not pay children um, to do things like chores around the house, um, because that should be just part of the part of the deal with living in this house that um, that you you must you, you do some of the chores chores and then also to remember that once you're an adult nobody's going to pay you to keep your room tidy or something like that you know so that was quite a strong strong uh, theme that came through quite a bit um, but most people I found that said you know they, they do start to give their children pocket money especially from a young age they're giving them money for things like tuck shop because otherwise the children sort of felt left out if they didn't have tuck shop money so that came through quite quite commonly. And then, of course, parents of teenagers, um, parents of teenagers realizing that their teenagers wanted to become independent. And, of course, we want to encourage that sort of independence and um, uh, by allowing children to be able to buy their own clothes, toiletries, um, entertainment, uh, transport, maybe Uber, that sort of thing. So, and for that, they obviously needed to give pocket money. Yeah, absolutely. If you're just joining us at 60 minutes past 11, Kirsty Scully, Certified Financial Planner at Core Wealth, that is joining joining us uh, to talk us through uh, the issue of uh, pocket money, which uh, can be, as we've said, a rather heated uh, debate. I'd love to hear from you if you have particularly strong views on whether kids should or shouldn't get pocket money and perhaps uh, what they should do. Do you agree that uh, children shouldn't, uh, you shouldn't be paying kids for chores around the house because it's part of living uh, in that home and, of course, they won't be paid uh, for uh, for keeping their room tidy as an adult? I suppose that the, the thought process behind that is that there's no equivalent. Kids aren't, kids can't go out to work, so that's their, that's their equivalent. Uh, what about helping uh, children start to save money, Kirsty? Yeah, well, I think it's very important because, you know, just like we need to save to be able to achieve our, fin- our financial goals, we need to start that whole process um, for children. Um, I found that through the survey that I did, quite a number of parents came back and said what they do to try and encourage their children is they match 
whatever the children are saving. So say, for example, a child manages to save 100 rand, then what they will do is they'll also put 100 rand into the account. So that that's really their way of encouraging their children to save for a future date. But of course, again, one has to look at this and the message has to start with putting the boundaries into place and where do you actually draw the line? Because, you know, you don't want to end up with having a child who never spends any money and sort of sits at home the whole time because they're like a real miser and they want to get as much as much savings done as possible. <laughs> so we're going to try and avoid that as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I suppose pocket money is uh, one of the best tools, though, to teach children about the correlation between work and money. I love it. I mean, I think from that perspective, I think it's great. Um, I think it's the first step that you are teaching them about the value of money and how they can actually learn to manage it wisely, which sadly, a lot of people don't know how to do that by the time they get to adults. So, you know, giving them pocket money does um, enable you to start the discussions around budgeting um, and investing and, of course, you know, just general savings. So I think a lot of parents do feel that it is quite a win-win situation to have that that, that pocket money situation that uh, and, and get kids to actually do some of the jobs around the house and then pay them for it. However, as I mentioned earlier, there are some parents who are of the opinion that they should be encouraged to do those jobs without actually being paid for them. For me, I think it's a bit of a compromise, but you know, there's a bit of a sort of, it's got to be something in between the two. Um, but I think the first thing to say is, well, why do I want to give pocket money? What, what is my child going to learn from this if I give pocket money? And there are four things that come to mind for me about pocket money. What do children learn from it? The first thing is they learn about earning power. So I get paid for what I do, mm. okay? So that's quite a big thing. They learn about spending power, which is, once I've spent it, it's gone. Okay. <laughs> a lot of us need to learn that a bit quicker. Yeah. <laughs> um, then they learn about saving power. So I've got the power to be able to save for an item that I really want to be able to go and buy. And then the fourth thing is they learn about borrowing power. That yes, I can borrow money from mom and dad because they're prepared to lend me money, but gee, it is really difficult and tough to actually be able to pay that money back. Yeah, absolutely. That's that, that's a tough lesson to learn, borrow. But I guess that that's a really important one because that will have impact you later in life when you're getting into, that when you're being offered credit cards left, right and centre and mm. overdrafts and that sort of thing. If you've, if you've learned early on, if I don't have it, then, you know, I am going to have to pay it back and often with interest. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think that I think that is a particularly good learning curve. I've just had the discussion with my son about lending him some money now, and like I know how difficult it is going to be for him to pay that money back. Are you charging so him interest, Kirsty? Oh, that's, that, that could be a bit mean. But, but you're right. You hit in the nail of the head. I mean, we should be charging interest. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. When should uh, when should poor Kirsty son? When should parents start to give pocket money? I think that by the time a child is five or six years of age, they are able to understand the value of money. Some of them, in fact, will understand it even earlier than that. But personally, I wouldn't start it much before then, um, only because they are unlikely to have actually grasped the concept of needing money to be able to buy things and therefore understanding that once you've spent it all, it's gone. So um, I, I would say to start by about the age of five or six, and I also think it's quite a good idea by by the time they're really reaching grade one, okay? Because once they get to school, grade one, they get introduced to the whole tuck shop scenario. Mm. So there they are without you and they are needing to deal with money. So I think you should be starting relatively early. Yeah. Mm.
Uh, as I said, we're chatting to uh, Kirsty Scully, Certified Financial Planner from Core Wealth. And tonight we're talking pocket money. Uh, what age, how often, how much, and should they be doing chores, chores for it? Uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this when it comes to pocket money and your kids. What did you used to do uh, for your kids uh, if they're all grown up now? What do you do for your kids now uh, when it comes to pocket money? Do you make them uh, do chores around the house, perhaps uh, make their bed for a few rand? Uh, do let me know, 21 Um, Amy says, hi, SJ. I encourage my niece by paying her 10% interest on her savings. Uh, Interest is paid on the first of every month, uh, says Amy. That's very sensible, Amy. Good. I I love that idea, Amy. That's (laughs) That's a great idea, yeah. Yeah. That encourages those of the, those who are understanding the fact that that they can get interest if they if they invest the money well. Mm, absolutely, mm. Uh, there are different methods, of course, of paying pocket money and deciding uh, how much to give. What are your tips uh, in regards to this, Kirsty? Yeah. Okay, there's three basic methods that I, that I would consider using. The first one is a reward system, um, and that's generally a set amount, and it's for your really young kids. So we're talking five, six years old, up, up to around about eight years of age. Now, when I, my son was young, we started with a star chart, simple process of doing that. It's a, a way to monitor the jobs that they are doing, and you give them simple household tasks. So it could be things like getting the washing and putting it into a pile of dark clothes, light clothes, white clothes, that sort of thing, you know. It could be that sort of thing. It could be some simple cooking, maybe getting them to make breakfast, some toast with whatever goes on the toast. It could be things like perhaps drying the dishes, um, just helping out. But I think what's important here is that they need to understand that they're doing these jobs in order to help the family because the more, more hands we have, what is the saying? More hands make light work mm, or something mm. like that. Yeah. So I think they've got to be taught that whole concept. And it's, it's clearly something that these are not personal tasks. This is not making their bed in the morning. This is jobs that they are doing around the house, which helps the whole family. So I think that's something to, to look at. Um, and as they get older, of course, you can increase the jobs. You can make them a little bit more difficult, do the full dishes sort of thing, wash, dry, pack away, that sort of thing. It could be sweeping. It could be hanging out the washing could be clean cleaning up dog poop or whatever it is those are the sorts of jobs that they could be doing around the house um, and for very young children I'm talking here under eight definitely under eight I think that they should be paid their pocket money weekly because mm. a month is just far too, too long, long. They, they, yeah. can't, they can't wait a whole month to get some again so pay to them like every Friday afternoon for example they get their pocket money so that's the reward system the second system is what I call an income system and this really is for older children maybe sort of 10 years of age and maybe 10 years to 12 years that sort of age Um, and you can introduce a system there where they are getting paid for additional jobs that they do so they've got to do all their normal jobs that should keep the household running smoothly but there are additional jobs so maybe it could be something like cleaning the swimming pool it could be cleaning the car uh, could be cleaning out gutters those sorts of things just additional jobs that you wouldn't uh, that they don't normally kind of do and they get paid for those additional jobs so whatever it is maybe 10 rand here or 10 rand there whatever it is that you're paying um, that, that you're actually paying them specifically for the additional jobs so they can see um, what it's really teaching them is the, the hard hour work 
the more I get paid. Mm. That's really what it teaches them. But it also teaches them many other valuable tips. You know, for example, maybe the, you give them a job, they've got to change some light bulbs. And from that, they learn. We switch the, switch the, the power off first before we change the light bulbs. Or maybe it's working in the garden, fertilizing some flower beds or something like that. And you're actually teaching them. So they, they're learning a lot more than just the, the money side of mm. things. But mm. And then, of course, as the children get older, when you can see they can grasp more the concept of a month, then I would start moving it to paying them on a monthly basis as opposed to paying them weekly. And then, of course, the last system is, is an allowance system. This is a, a system you, which is used for teenagers. And what you've got to look at then, you've got to say, well, it's, it's going to be higher than a basic pocket money because what do I need them to buy from this money? Okay, so maybe you decide on them as buy their own clothes, they must buy their own toiletries, they must pay for transport like Uber, um, and they must pay for entertainment. And then you're going to come up with an amount based on what is realistic for what you are expecting them to do with that money. Now, what I like about this system is that for the older teenager, it is teaching them to budget. And it's teaching them that if they spend it all in week one, there ain't nothing for the next (laughs) three weeks. And that is a hard learning curve, but it's a learning curve that we as adults have had to learn how to do it. So what you really see, the point of this whole thing is that you're going to really see the realization of this teenager going, oh, is a need versus a want. Yeah, which is something I think us adults, some of us, uh, can also do with learning. Uh, go and see, uh, go and see budgeting with Kirsty with Kirsty Scully uh, in our previous conversations. Um, we've had uh, some great tips from Amy here about uh, encouraging uh, kids to to save. Uh, what are some of your tips for encouraging uh, children to start saving money? Yeah, well, what I think um, what's important to do is when you encourage them, work on a percentage that they need to save of their money. Um, I normally say 10%, okay? Um, And the reason why I say percentage is that means you can always say they must save 10% of whatever they get. So 10% of birthday money, 10% of pocket money, 10% of Christmas money, 10% of Easter money or whatever your various celebrations Mm. are that you have. But make it 10% or as I say, whatever, or maybe you choose to make it 15%. Um, But decide on it as a percentage because it's much easier than a random um, that, that you can come up with. Obviously, when the child is younger, they don't even understand percentages. Yes, then you do, then you do a random amount. But certainly, as they get older, teach them as a percentage that that's what they should be um, starting, to, starting to save. And I think that that works out quite well. As I said earlier, some parents also like to go on the system of whatever the child saves, they match that. Mm. I think it's a nice idea. Um, and I, yeah, I would encourage people, if they can afford to do that, do that. But just monitor it very carefully because when teenagers get older, they get a little bit more sneaky and they get you to put their money in and then a month later they're taking their money out. Mm. And that's kind of not the point. The point is we're looking at long-term investments. So are they prepared to save their money for like a whole year? Then, yes, I'm prepared to to, to sponsor my portion as well, but not if they're about to take it out the next month. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, many parents feel quite strongly about giving away a portion of what they receive. So how do we help our kids uh, to also follow through on on this concept yeah well I think this is the whole concept of of giving Mm. Um, you know uh, um, I've spoken on many occasions I believe in the financial planning principles of number one give number two save to to achieve your goals and number three 
spend what's left over on your monthly expenses. So when it comes to giving, I think we should encourage our children to do this because what it does, it gives our children the chance to actually help others. Okay, and you know what? Children feel really good about themselves if they're able to do that. So if they're able to actually, if they realize I've had to sacrifice some of my pocket money to give to another child or to, to a charity or whatever the case is, they're going to have that much, a be- much better purpose in life and a sense of absolute inner satisfaction. So um, perhaps help them with you know, choosing whatever the charity is. Um, maybe it's a charity with involved, that involves animals or maybe it's one that involves young children, that sort of thing. But help them to choose that. Alternatively, of course, if you go to a church, maybe you can give through your church or synagogue or mosque, whatever it is. But, but I do want to say, encourage your children to always be giving from the pocket money that they receive. Mm, mm, good advice. Now, here's the question. How much, Kirsty, how much pocket money is a wise amount for parents to give their children? Yeah, you know, Sarah Jane, it's, this is one of the questions I, I, I absolutely hate trying to answer because how long is a piece of string? Mm. Um, and and it's going to vary entirely from one family to another, depending on your financial circumstances. And if you're a parent of a teenager, believe me, there's always another teenager that's earning more in pocket money. Well, at least that's what they tell they'll tell you. Mm. So um, I don't really, as I say, I don't like to 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 give to give it give a figure, um, but I think it does depend on what you are expecting your child to buy with the money that you give them. So um, from the survey I did, I found that there were a number of parents who are giving, I'm talking primary school children, so really young children, maybe 20 or 30 rand a week, which allows them to go, say, to the tuck shop, and maybe it allows them to go once or twice to the tuck shop. Okay, because I think it's important. We don't—they they can't just go every day to the tax shop. I mean, money doesn't grow on trees, but maybe they can go once or twice. And then, so if you're giving them twenty, thirty, maybe forty rand, that that should possibly cover a little bit of a visit to the tax shop. Um, if obviously there are other special occasions, you would need to give them a bit more money than that. Um, and but I think what's important with your very young children, it's not a case of how much they're getting. You know, that's really almost irrelevant. It's what are you teaching them about how do they use that money that you give them? Let's talk a little bit about about teenagers because that's obviously a very different kettle of fish. And teenagers, as you've said, um, can can be a little bit more difficult to, to, to deal with uh, when it comes to money. What about them and how much, what amount do you find that they are receiving? And I guess, again, it, it's difficult to, to put figures here. Very difficult, very, very difficult to put figures down. Um, and it's extremely varied, extremely varied. I mean, we get some, some kids who are really earning a fortune from their parents sure. and others are getting basically nothing. Um, but, and, and I'll tell you where we do see a big problem, unfortunately, and it's very sad, is in divorced families mm. where sort of dad tries to outdo mom and, and you know, that sort of thing. So, so it's, it's certainly not healthy at all. Uh, but again, from the survey I did, I found that there were a number of uh, teenagers earning about 500 rand a month. Mm-hmm. But from that, they're expected to pay for things like entertainment, clothes, toiletries, those sorts of things. And, and I'm going to say that 
at 500 rand a month, if you're expecting your child to be buying clothes as well, it's actually not very much money. Yeah. <laughs> you're not overdoing it. So, in fact, I'd actually hesitate to say that it's, in fact, possibly even a bit too low. But I'm just saying, you know, this is from the survey I did that there were quite a number of people who said about 500 rand a month. Um, but again, total disclaimer on this one is going to depend on each family because each family is different and the decision about how much pocket money you give to a teenager has to be based on two things. The first thing is how much can we as parents afford Mm. to be paying, okay? And the second thing is what do we expect our child or our teenager to actually spend the money on? Mm. What does it need to cover? Yeah, absolutely. I love this conversation. Every time we have this topic, I I just find it so fascinating and and so interesting. And as you say, I mean, the the breadth of of difference between what some people will pay and what some people won't. And often I find it's not even determinant on um, the parents' wealth. Sometimes it can just be on their views around pocket money. I know some very, very wealthy uh, parents who point blank refuse to give their uh, their 12 and 16 year olds uh, any uh, money at all and everything has to be has to be earned. I mean not outside you know outside of food and, and clothing and, and shelter um, and you know they are raising two very um, sort of confident and uh, and savvy young people but uh, a lot to think about and parents uh, certainly have their hands full I don't envy you lot at all <laughs> You're right, yeah. You know, I think I think that it's all the more reason why we've got to absolutely carefully think through what we give our children. Yeah. Because there's also got you've got to get to a stage when they get to the end of their teenage years when you've got to start saying, Actually, I'm done with pain and it's now time for you to even if you're a student, go in and do some work, whether it's waitering or whatever whatever type of work work it is that they do. But it's time for them to start learning the power of money that they've got to go out and earn it. Yeah, absolutely. Kirsty, we're great. Them the roof over their heads. So yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. That's the responsibility. Kirsty, thanks ever so much. Great to have you with us, and thanks so much for sharing your thoughts on pocket money with us tonight. Absolute pleasure. Bye bye.